0: Hey, what is good? It's Jersey B. And today we're here to talk about adoption, what it feels like to be an adopted child, what it feels like to give your child away, sister, sister, and how to cope with being a grown, adopted child, I guess. (laughs) Smooches, that's what's up next on WZUP, the mommy podcast. Smooches. Oh yeah, wake up, yeah, oh yeah, Is Good. I am super excited for you guys to hit this second episode of WZUP, the mommy podcast. And I am Jersey B. Today, we are talking about adoption, 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 adoption. And of course, we're talking about sister, sister. So how do all those topics correlate for me is... When I was, I don't know, about 10, <laughs> I'm guessing, I used to watch Sister, Sister, like many of us young young girls who weren't even thinking about being moms or were playing with our doll babies, and we used to watch Sister, Sister, and there was this one episode Well, several episodes actually that, you know, talked about, you know, T and Tamara finding their birth mother. Well, when I was about 10, I had to go visit my adopted mother at the time who I didn't know who I was adopted by, um, in Florida because her and my adoptive father had split up and, um, I went to go visit her and I was watching unsolved mysteries and there was this guy who was talking about how he felt like he was adopted when he was young he felt different he felt out of place he felt like there was something bigger than him that he needed to be a part of and at 10 I felt like that I felt like visiting this family whom number one I hadn't seen But every so often, every year or sometimes every other year, I felt like I needed to know for certain, is this my real family? Because there would be moments that I would feel like I didn't fit in. And it wasn't just because I was from New Jersey and they were, you know, living in Florida. It was also because I looked at them and I looked at myself and I realized that I really don't look like them I really don't look like them I don't think I look like my father I really don't think like I look exactly like my mother and I know that there are children who don't look exactly like their parents but I couldn't find one relative that I like could identify hey I look more like my cousin or I look more like my aunt it felt weird and so like a nosy child like me being me I asked my mother one day I asked her I was like mom you know um am I adopted and at first she freaked out she was like who told you who said that who said that to you no you're not adopted and I was like no no one said it to me I was watching Unsolved Mysteries, and this is when I first knew I loved TV, and TV was my thing, (laughs) but anyway, I, 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 you know, and it helped me solve things that I didn't know how to solve, um, but yeah, like, and I asked her that, and when she told me no, I kind of just let it go, but in my mind, my subconscious, in my mind's eye, if you will, I knew that, it just didn't seem right why would she freak out like normal people would be like no baby no dear you're not adopted where did you get that silly idea from and even then that would be a little suspicious for me but the way she freaked out like told me a million things and so as I got older, when I got back home, I started to get in- into sister-sister more. Not knowing that the reason why I got into it so much was because of the fact that they were adopted. But also, I mean, come on. It was Tia and Tamara Marie. They were freaking awesome. They're still freaking awesome. They're icons for African-American women. They're icons for African-American girls. They're icons for brown women you know, women in general, you know, I love them so much. I've always loved them. I always will. Um, But yeah, I was, I remember watching this one episode where they were looking for their mother and then they found her through this painting and, you know, their father, let their birth father, let them see this painting. And I remember how I felt. I remember how it just spoke to me. Not just because I I am one of those people who loves cinema, who loves TV, and who really relates to how TV is able to make you really feel something like uh, like a great film, a, a great television show, a great editing and writing and producing can make you feel something. I also felt in the in the just in the in the just in the just the depths of my soul that there is something that needs to be explained that I that I couldn't explain in my life there was a void but at that time I was so young and I really didn't know anything that I couldn't couldn't know so as I got older and um things occurred I still felt weird and I asked my father one day you know You know, I said, you know, dad, why does this look different or that look different on me? And, you know, and he answered it because, you know, you know, whatever, whatever. And he kind of shrugged it off and laughed. He really didn't give a direct answer to me. More so, he just shrugged it off and was like, (laughs) go play little girl, (laughs) like that type of stuff. And I was like, well, dang, (laughs) that doesn't answer my question, but I was like, all right, whatever. And I went to go outside and play on my bike. And so time progressed. And unfortunately, my doctor father died. And I wound up moving to Florida. And, you know, it was really weird because it was a lot of family I had known in years. Like I only seen them like first I was visiting my, my mother every year. And then I was visiting her every year. And then we stopped for like a couple, like two or three years, me visiting her. So it was a real shock to visit her, to be moving from Jersey to Florida. You know what I'm saying? To to just the whole experience was just wild for me. And my family did not accept me who I was. They thought I was going to come to them and talk to them. But I was 14. They really didn't want me to like be who I was like they didn't want me to be Jersey they didn't want me to wear Tims and sneakers they wanted me to wear heels and it was hard because even in Jersey like you could be feminine and still wear heels I mean look at Aaliyah Aaliyah was like that God rest her soul she was beautiful beautiful but anyway um yeah and and for me it was weird because it was like yo like I like dresses I love them I wear them but you know what I'm saying it up north you have to be tough You know what I'm saying? Even if you live in the suburbs, you still have to be tough. I live, I was born in Newark. At the time, I didn't know I was born in Newark. But I was raised in Browns Mills. And I was raised around a different type of crowd. You know, we we didn't wear flip flops. We wore Timberlands and sneakers all day, every day. You know what I'm saying? And every once in a while, I wore dresses. When I was younger, I really did like them. But as I got older and I started to try to fit in, I noticed that nobody really wore dresses. <laughs> they wore sneakers and they wore jeans and they wore colorful pants. This is back in the nineties, you know what I'm saying where wearing them colorful behind jeans was in you know and and I was trying to fit in you know I was trying to fit in when I was a kid, and I was trying to fit in when I moved to Florida and it was hard because I couldn't so the only thing I turned to was listening to music and streaming I mean, well at the time there wasn't streaming, but at the time I was watching a lot of TV, listening to music, you know, making my own poetry and raps. And I stopped doing a lot of things because of how a lot of people didn't want me to do stuff. I wasn't allowed to grieve over my father because my mother didn't like it. She thought it was weird. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot of bull, you know, that went that I went through. and I And that's how I learned how to internalize my feelings. And over time, I just became my new normal. There was a lot of things that I had to hold in. And one day through my new normal, I was with my aunt Belinda and, um, she was going somewhere. My aunt Belinda is always doing something. And, um, me and my cousin, Alicia was sitting in the car, you know what I mean? And she was going through stuff, you know, she was like, she was going through the papers, going through the stuff in the back. You know how kids do rifling through things, nosy as, Whatever you know, trying to stuff. And I'm like, what in the Ellen Jennies is you doing? So I'm going to snatch the paper. I snatched the paper from her trying to figure out what she's doing. Me being me, I'm nosy too, trying to pretend like I wasn't. I went through and read the papers. So I'm reading these papers. I'm reading, I'm dialoguing. I'm reading, I'm reading. And I see that there's a girl named Melissa Davis. And I'm like, ah, Okay, that's a cute name that's cute and she was born in New Jersey and I'm like ha. <laughs> that's what's up I'm born in New Jersey that's what it is and then I read her birthday and read about the fact that she was adopted by my parents and I'm like what the what what in the Ellen DeGeneres is going on gasp I don't understand this I didn't gasp I said gasp <gasps> gasp Cause I'm like, what is going on? Like, so I have another sister and then I read her birthday and I'm like, she's the same age as me. I'm like, why would they want to have two kids at the same time? I'm like, I don't know. I'm, at this time I'm 17. So I was like, I ain't know the world. So I was like, whatever. When I finally put two and two together is when I read, they changed my name from Melissa Bonita Davis to Latoya Shari Johnson. And then I lost my bunny. I lost all my mind. Like, I felt like, I felt like my whole world shifted. At the moment, it didn't answer any questions because I was too busy on pause. Like, I was in pause holding this paper. The whole world was going on around me, spinning constantly. My cousin was painting in the background, but I was stuck. I had tears down my eyes. I felt like, what? The What? Like, why am I being lied to? Like, what is going on? So I, I I took the papers. I put them together. I gave them to my cousin. And I was like, yo, don't tell anybody this. Blah, blah, blah. I need to figure this out. If you tell, I'm put you in the face. Now, I wasn't going to do that. But I just need to figure it out. Unfortunately for me, my cousin has a big mouth, too. So not only is she nosy, she had a big mouth back then. And she told on me. <laughs> she told, stupid and rat. She snitched and, um, she told my mother and, um, I'm sitting back in the room. I, I hear the phone ring. I felt that it was going to happen, but I was trying to collect my thoughts cause I didn't know what to feel. So then I go and I walk, you know, cause my, I walk around the room pacing. My mother calls me, tells me to come over to her and this is a little walk because her room was way in the front of the house we had like you know what i'm saying so we had a little nice little walk a little two three minute walk so i walk up there it wasn't two three minutes i'm exaggerating still i walk up there and i'm 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 like puzzled like i'm like i'm like figuring out like i don't like to be puzzled like this about something that I didn't know was about to happen like I'm like I'm like Charlie and Mac no puzzles no puzzles no puzzles no puzzles I'm freaking out and so I'm so my mom's like well I heard that you was gonna do this to your cousin but blah, 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 blah. I'm like uh, I, yeah and then she said well I, I heard you found out you were adopted and the way she said it she had this look in her face scared the living daylights out of me. I thought I peed my pants. I didn't. It was sweat. I was scared. I was scared. I was scared. I was scared. She was like, you know, you know, she made me feel like, she made me feel like I I was wrong, which I was, because I shouldn't have threatened my cousin. But she made me feel like I was wrong for finding out I was adopted because she didn't want me to know. And it was like, I found out because you gave the papers to my cousin I mean to my, to my aunt you know what I'm saying and I'm like is she really even my aunt and I'm feeling all these weird things I'm really feeling weird like you know I felt really out of place I mean number one I felt out of place because I was from New Jersey living in Florida I wasn't allowed to talk to anybody who lived in Jersey because my mom didn't want me to so my adopted sister who lived in my adoptive half sister who lived in Jersey, I had to sneak and call her and sneak and call my friends. And I wasn't allowed to do any of that. And when I did call him on my aunt's phone, my aunt snitched on me. And then when I found out I was adopted, she made me feel bad. I wasn't allowed to grieve over my father. And I stopped writing because every time I wrote something, my mom would read what I wrote. So I stopped doing music that way. And I started freestyling instead because I felt like I had no freaking freedom. And being adopted made me feel one bit of freedom. It did. When I found out, I felt like, yes, maybe there's somebody out there better for me. And at the time, I had already planned on wanting to go to school in New York. But then I started wanting to go to school in Newark. I wanted to go to records. Because I found out I was born in Newark. So I figured my birth mother might have been in New York, Newark. And I wanted to find her. I wanted to find my brothers and sisters. That was a big deal for me. At the time, I didn't even know anything about my father. I didn't even know I had sis- sisters on my father's side. And I wanted to find out. So I don't know. I decided I'm going to find out. And, you know, when I turned 19, I went to go, I went to go look up this information. I got some help and I called my birth mother. And when I said that moment was, So clear in my mind. It's so clear, but yet faint. Basically, it felt like the opening to the Black album when Jay-Z Mom is talking. It felt like the beginning to an end to a beginning. It was just a great moment. But unfortunately, when I went to Jersey, to Newark, I saw my brothers. I didn't see my sister Rita. I didn't see my brother Jamal, but I saw everybody else I didn't get to see my mother and at the time I wasn't even thinking about seeing my father and I didn't see my mother because she didn't want to see me she didn't want to see me and over time you know I stayed over there for like a week you know we lost track when I went back to Florida with each other so I did not keep in contact because something happened in my own life tried to reach out to my brother to talk and he had some stuff going on so I felt alone so I kind of just backed off while I lost track and here I am at 33 well actually yes last year 32 being able to find my brother again but the way I found him was through finding out that my mother died I stayed up for several hours seven eight hours trying to find him and skip trace my mother, brother and sisters. And I found them through a funeral home. And luckily this funeral director was patient and nice enough to call them. And I found out that I was listed on my mother's obituary. And that made me feel special. Even though I know my mother didn't make my obituary, it made me know that my my mother was thinking about me and my brother's sister were thinking about me. Being adopted for me, has been an experience. Because a part of me has been in denial. Like, at first I just wanted to know. Like, I gotta know, I gotta know, I gotta know. And then when I was let down, I kind of put it in my subconscious because I felt hurt. But I kind of pretended like I didn't, because I was so thankful to be my brother Richie and my brother Mohammed and my brother Tamora, which at the time I thought was my brother Jamal. And my sister, Miriam, that I kind of like let it go. But being adopted for me now makes me feel like I don't fit in with anyone because I don't fit in with my adopted family. I don't. And with my birth family, they always feel like kind of angry with my birth mother because of the fact that she gave me up for adoption. And the thing about it, I missed, I missed everything. I missed everything. Like growing up with one of my siblings, the closest thing that I have to having to feeling what it was like to being with my blood siblings is being being the mother of my two kids. I know that I was a mother young, but I have to be honest, man. If it wasn't for Sean and Francesca, I wouldn't have that blood, birth, biological, birthright feeling like most people do, who aren't adopted. You know what I'm saying? I was adopted into a family when I was like four or five months. You know, and it's a blessing to be adopted. But I went through a lot. I did. But it taught me that being through a lot doesn't mean it's bad. You have to adjust and understand that You're blessed whether you're in a foster home and stuff gets real and you can't handle it. You're blessed to be able to fight one more day because one day you'll be able to have an opportunity to show them. You just got to keep fighting that you're better than what they made you out to be. Being adopted has made me feel great. And I thank T and Tamara for that. Even as an adult, I was able to watch that episode and I'm kind of wanting to cry now. Because if it wasn't for seeing somebody else on the TV who wasn't able to see their birth mother in person and know them and hear, I have to hear stories about them. I feel completely alone when it comes to my journey. I'm crying because I'm, happy and sad i'm happy because i had that episode and because it allowed me to search for other people who have had been in that same position but i'm hurt because i know that there are other people out there who need a support group who need people to help them through this journey because they want to know who they are what is their identity And who may find their birth parents and be peachy keen with them or who may never find them because they passed away or who may find them and their birth parents don't want anything to do with them. Don't give up. Just remember, it's not you, it's them. If they don't want to talk to you and just have empathy for them because they have to get through their own journey. Remember when they gave you up they may have grieved. My birth mother grieved over me for nine months, like a death. So for me coming back, I was a ghost. So I understand it. And for you, it may be the same thing. Mommies, remember that if you have the story, the history of being adopted, and your mother may not have been able to be the good mother that you wanted to be and you dreamed of a mother. I did. I dreamed my mother was Felicia Rashad or Ellen DeGeneres. Hell, Oprah Winfrey. I wanted one of them. And of course they're not. But I always put their face on my real mom's body. Didn't wait for nobody. And I was blessed with an adoptive mother that even though we went through hell together, I know that she loves me. And I could call her my mom. I can't call anybody else my mom but her. That's my mom. No matter what we've been through, I don't care how bad it got and how bad it gets. I'm blessed to have the journey that I had because it makes me tougher. And I take great pride in being tough because I'm from Jersey. And I pray that anybody who's out there who was adopted Take great pride in your history, no matter if it goes south, north, east, or west. Understand that it is a blessing to be in the shoes of being an orphan because it allows you to be more open to love. Don't close yourself. Know that being an orphan means you're everybody's family. You're open to love. When they come around you, it's like out of garden. When you're here, you're family. That's how I feel. I'm always into making new family. And that's why I'm so glad to share my journey, share my thing about my feelings about adoption. I feel like this will be like a two part, maybe three part episode, because there are a lot of people out there who don't talk about their adoption and how deep it may have hurt them or how much they feel blessed to be adopted or how their process of finding their birth family may have caused them great distress or how it took them a very long time. Cause some people may have been born in one country and adopted in another country, you know what I'm saying? And they may have taken forever. It may take taken them 30 years to find their family. They may have never been able to see, they may have closed records, so what I say is never give up and don't worry if you're adopted. Don't worry about that. It doesn't mean that you're not going to be a great mom that you can't love. It means that it doesn't take having a great mom to be a great mom. Believe that. Those are my closing thoughts. I hope that you liked my podcast. Hit me up on Instagram and I love you so much. Peace. Smooches.